Welcome to the 3G Podcast, a series on girls who are chasing their goals and reaching new heights in their respective worlds. I'm co-host and two-time USA Olympian, Nicole Ossinger. I'm your other co-host and owner and designer of Cam Swim, Cameron Norfleet. And we're girls going for gold. So everybody, we have on today's podcast, Ashley Sievert with Ashley Sievert Beauty. She started her own makeup line and we're going to learn all of her start of the journey and going for gold. And we're really excited to have her. So thanks, Ashley, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. What we first want to discuss is like, did you go to college? Where did you, like, where did that fit into your plan? So I did go to college. Um, that was something that my dad really always just instilled in me is like college was non non-negotiable and so that was something that I did um it's interesting just knowing where I am now if that is really something that I would have chose for myself I graduated with a general studies degree um and I had always loved makeup I started in high school like loving makeup and I um was a nanny for years like through high school and then actually got like my first job at Earth Savers, which is like a big spot here. And it's so interesting because the, the way I even found a job was my mom like circling through the newspaper. Like that is just shows my age of how old I am. Um, that that is how you got a job back then was like looking through the newspaper and like highlighting. So that was how I got my first job at Earth Savers. And um, so I through college, even in college, it took me like forever to graduate. I graduated, I think it took me like seven years to graduate, but um, through college, I was working as a makeup artist. So I got a general studies degree. I was never really um, the best student. I was, I would just say I was average, B, C, you know, sometimes A student, but um, just average, you know, and so college was, I think, good for me. And even though it's not something that I necessarily needed to, you know, move forward with my career as a makeup artist and a beauty brand owner and all that. But I feel like it was really important because it just shows patience and, you know, structure and responsibility and all, all that. So I'm happy. I'm happy. I went, I went through college, even though I wound up, you know, going to esthetician school like right after. So yeah, for sure. And I feel like, you know, with college, there was always just like one track that you had to go to college and that was your only answer. But I feel like nowadays, like you can see that like it is useful, but it's not always necessary. And there's so many other avenues, especially with like social media and just like the yeah. internet, like you can find other ways to still get an education. And like you said, another thing is like you gain, you still gain so much. So even though you might not be using in the capacity that you got it for, it's still like taught you so many things. And I think that's still really cool. Absolutely. And I mean, me and my husband both say, you know, if, if our son wanted to fresh out of high school, go do something else and not college, like that is not something that we would be opposed to, you know, depending on what it is and all yeah. that. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, social media and that type, there's so many options these days um, where I feel like for a while, like if you didn't have a degree, like your life was over type type thing. And I mean, not everyone can afford that, you know, so I'm happy that there's options now for, for people, especially creative people like me, you know, like I wasn't initially an artist. I wasn't a musician, like anything like that. There's like all kinds of other options now. I always loved fashion. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome that there's with social media and the way that all that has developed, that there are, there are other avenues. 
Yeah, for sure. So I know you said you did like makeup in college and like art savers and everything. So, Mm -hmm. you know, after college, was it, you know, start or straight shoot, like you wanted to start doing makeup? Like, was that always a goal or did it just kind of evolve into more of a career? So that was something, um, I didn't even know it was a career, honestly. Like I didn't, I didn't know anyone that did this unless you like worked at the clinic counter, you know, at like Dillard's, like what were, were the options? Um, and that was not really something I was, um, you know, thinking about doing. And so I remember doing a bride and I don't remember if she asked or I was like, well, I can come to your hotel room. And that was like the first time that I ever realized like this can maybe be something. And, um, I, you know, a lot of people don't get makeup during the week. So the weekend is really when the makeup was, you know, lucrative and that's not really a full, you know, can be enough for a full-time full-time career. So I had gone to esthetician school literally like a week after, um, I graduated because that's more of like a weekday career. And then I was going to do, you know, weddings on the side. And I actually wound up having to leave our savers. So after I graduated college, I then went to esthetician school. Um, I had wound up having to leave earth savers because the weddings got, got so big that I had to, you know, I wound up getting a room outside of my house at the time and doing waxing and facials during the week and then weddings on the weekends. And so I even think like at the, like one of the biggest years, like I had done 75 plus weddings and that doesn't include all the bridal showers and pictures and all that. And that was one before I didn't have an assistant or anything. I had done that by myself. I somehow had to do two weddings in a day where it'd be like almost 40 people. Um, so, I mean, not 40 people, like probably like 30, maybe 25 to 30. I, I, I was thinking of, of something else. That's um, a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. I know. It is a lot. Regardless, it was a lot. I remember like go home and like put like ice packs and like heating pads, like all my friends were going at. And I was like taking Bengay, you know, and like rubbing it all over my back and taking Advil. But um, I always had loved makeup, but I didn't know that that was an option. And like, I started this, you know, I started as a makeup artist when I was 21 and I'm about to be 38. So, I mean, that was before like social media, Pinterest, Facebook, like all that even existed. So it's, it was an interesting career. You know, I feel like a hairdresser was like something that's like what they would call it back then. My aunt was a hairdresser. And so like, I feel like that was the only thing like in the beauty industry that like was an actual career okay silly question but what exactly is like esthetician school like what do you do at esthetician school so esthetician school is basically every state is different but in Louisiana it's like a six-month process um it's like going back to high school it's like 8 a.m to 3 or 4 o'clock um but you do go on Saturdays and they teach you about the skin they teach you um different techniques how to do facials waxing all that type of thing a lot of girls back then did go for makeup and that was really not anything that they would teach you. I was kind of teaching some things. We'd watch like a YouTube video here and there, but like they teach you, they taught us the color wheel back then. Like, I don't even understand what even, I don't even know the color wheel or like, I know that there's, there's a reason that you teach you that, but like, that's not anything I ever, ever did in my (laughs) applications was like, think of the color wheel. Um, which is funny because I have my own like little things that I, do that of signature because I was, I was a self-taught art, artist and so when I was younger I would like take magazines like Britney Spears was huge so I'd take magazines of her and like try to replicate my makeup I would like go to the drugstore which was then called Eckert's which is now CVS which is like way before y'all's time but like that is how I taught myself how to do makeup 
And so that's what esthetician school is, is like teaching you the skin, how to do facials, um, techniques with your hands, all that type of thing. And then um, the difference between that and like a cosmetology school is cosmetology, you kind of learn a little bit of everything, but it's mainly you can do hair. And that's like a year, about a year, I think, for cosmetology. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, you were an esthetician, which, you know, focused more on skin, but you were still like heavily involved in the makeup. So when did your like idea of like, okay, let me start a makeup line and not just do makeup application. When did that come about? Yeah. So I, um, I personally, like as a customer of cosmetics, you know, as a, as a buyer of cosmetics, um, always struggled for like to find the perfect foundation. So I had really bad skin in high school. I broke out all the time. Like I was super oily. And so foundations would just like sit on my skin oxidize throughout the day oxidize means like where it just kind of like settles and sometimes it turns orange and um so what would happen is I would like try to find all these foundations put them on my skin and then I would break out even more like I had a horrible line and so at first as a customer I was like always on the search to find the perfect foundation and then when I became an artist I wanted that for my clients, like their eyes always looked so good, but then their skin just did not look great. Like, I feel like that there had to be a better option. And, um, I'm just going to touch on this real quick. Cause I thought this, this is always interesting. Like when I sit a client down, I'm like, what do you like about, I mean, what do you want your makeup to be? Like all my questions are always like, what do you like? What do you don't like? You know, is there anything specific? And, um, usually I can gauge like what they're picky about from that. And, they always talk about their eyes. Like no one ever talked about their face or their skin and like their face, their eyes are only so good as what surrounds, what surrounds them, which is like the foundation concealer, bronzer, all that. And so, um, it just was really interesting that a lot of people were never talking about the skin. It was always the eyes. And like I said, like it's only as good as what's around it. And so that's kind of how the whole foundation, the whole makeup line started was really by me being a customer. And then also, uh, artists to try to, you know, get really have something that was going to feel not heavy, amazing coverage. Um, minerals really kind of became big around this time. And that's, those are zinc and titanium based. And that's what is natural sunblocks. So that's like a whole, a whole thing, but, um, and it caught, and it, it doesn't break people out and it's really great coverage. And so that's kind of what it was. I was like, I really want to find like a mineral cream, lightweight, fluffy, great coverage, you know, that won't feel heavy. And that's kind of like where my search began and to try to search and research labs and all that was, was for really, it started with foundation and that's kind of the backbone of the line still today. It's like our number one selling product. I've used it. I love it. (laughs) Do you use it? Yeah. What are you, Paris? I am. Yep. Another thing is that I'm able to match people like through a picture and that became huge, just like with the sample packs, you know, offer sample packs. And that, that was like really big. That was like the, probably the pivotal point in the, in the line was when I started offering that it became from a local brand to a national, national brand where people were buying multiple. I mean, I think at one point, I mean, last I checked and this was a few years ago, it was like 750, 800 cities across the U S and then a few countries. So that's kind of the sample pack is where it kind of like transitioned over from something smaller to much, much bigger. So that's awesome. Wait, what am I? If I had 
guess New York, maybe New York and Milan mixed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm writing that down on my notes right now. I'll have to send you a sample pack so you can try it. I do. I saw on your website because you have like the tester kit for like five dollars yeah. or something. Yeah. Like so cheap, but like worth it. Yes. Yes. It's basically cost of shipping. And then, you know, so you can try it, feel it, see what color, you know, see what color you are. So. Perfect. I'm writing it down in my notes right now. <laughs> it really is like game changing product. Like it really is. It really is so soft and like light, which is awesome. Yes. Velvety. I like how your website also is like super like aesthetically pleasing. Like when I like went online and I was like looking at it, I was like, wow, this looks so like it's all on brand. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually think it like does not look great at all right now because I'm ready to like redo it. So I've like, that's been on my list. So I appreciate that. But um, I love doing all these like crazy photo shoots, like even more than a makeup artist. Like I am just like a creative fashion, love to tell a story, love to incorporate. So like all these shoots and stuff I do like are just a lot, a lot, but so fun so yeah. fun well even like your like main website um you have the well the one on the escalator where like there's like is that's you right that's you like on oh, the oh you're, um, you're talking on my instagram where the is shopping on- one was i in pink or- uh, yes you're in pink yeah pink. yeah that was the photo shoot for the last sale so yes that's me like literally went to esplanade mall like almost got kicked out three times like <laughs> went into a store and asked them if I could take over the store and like take mannequins clothes off like and like use props like it was and we do behind we like so my best friend um one of my best friends she works for me and then Cassidy who Cameron you know she told me to tell you hi yeah so she's been with me for six maybe seven years so um it's us three and we just literally crack up laughing and like they take behind the you know behind the scenes and like I, I do these like elaborate crazy things and like it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. We have another one scheduled in the next week or two, something more simple. Cause I just don't have time for that right now with the new studio, but that's really cool. Yeah, they're, it's fun. But yeah, that's me on the escal- escalator. Yeah. That's me inside the bag, the big, huge bag I got made. It's yeah. I really enjoy that part of it. It's, it's stressful, but it's so much fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So if, if you're listening and you haven't gone and seen all the pictures, definitely go look on Instagram yeah. um, there. It's a fun photo shoot and it's just so, yeah. it's just funky and it just, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's like, I have a, I have, it's funny because everyone is like, okay, do you have the idea for the shoot? And then, then the outfits come later. It's actually the opposite. Like I just collect outfits and I'll make, make things and be creative. It's like those come first. And I'm like, okay, what is the story we're going to tell with this? And so it's so funny. It's, it's the opposite. Like the whole mall madness idea came, um, came from that pink suit. And like, I just let it keep going. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So, but let's back up because now. Okay. So, yeah. Well, okay. It's just so interesting. So like you wanted to just create makeup, like for yeah. me, I will say like with cam swim, like you don't just Google like a swimwear manufacturer and maybe you find right. some, but they're not great. So it's like, no. Google is not where you go. Where do you go to like start makeup line? So I did actually Google. I mean, this was like, I don't even know if Google was a, when I started it. I'm wondering what search engine, um, internet explorer. Do y'all remember it? it didn't, mm-hmm. I think we still have internet explorer, but, um, I, that might've been what it is. I literally couldn't even tell you, but, um, I search labs. There's not a lot, you know, 
then, but there are more now. And I just searched and I remember um, talking to a few of them and getting samples and all this kind of stuff. And um, there was there was a few that were a little like getting into the whole mineral thing that was like becoming really big. And so um, this is how I can, everyone is so intrigued by like the formulation process and all that. And I'll say a few things. I know ingredients because I worked at Earth Savers and they were like ahead of their time with the trainings and the things like I was mentioned zinc and titanium earlier. Like the that is a called a physical that's within a physical sunblock and then they have chemical sunblocks and they're absorbed differently in the skin and like it's all this stuff. And so I knew about and me with having a skin issue, like I knew all this, you know, all this information that most people my age didn't know. And then I went to esthetician school and learned more. Um, but wait, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. This happens sometimes. Um, hold on, I'm going back to, okay, I got it. So, um, so I wasn't just like going into the process being like, what's a mineral? Like, you know what I mean? Like I knew, I knew about ingredients from many years of, of studying and learning and all that kind of thing. And um, I was helping people with their skincare, you know, what they should use. And I knew about retinols and all this kind of stuff. So I knew a lot going in. I wasn't just an artist that like wasn't familiar with, with ingredients. And, um, and so that's one part of it. And then the other part of it, this is the best way I can describe of like, no, you can't just like Google and you, the first lab you find, you're like, this is what I want to make. And it's like perfectly at your door, like wrapped in a bow with perfect packaging. Like I literally use 75 different things for you to just get that one, one tube, you know? And so, um, so I always use red beans and rice as an example. I don't know why, or like you can use a cake. I don't know, but like, think about how many times you've eaten a dish and it's like a dish that's like ingredients, well, why is it so amazing at one restaurant and disgusting at another? You know, it's like, what is it? And so it's like all the different um, amounts of ingredients and how they're whipped together and formulated. And so it's like some labs just are really good restaurants and some labs are not really good restaurants, you know? And that's the best way I can describe it. And um, I have, I have tried, so like when I try to come out with a new product, I'll reach out to a few labs and have them all make it and I see which one is the closest and that's and because then it's going to take way way more time but I know okay they are close so probably going to go with them so like I use like four three or four different labs for all my products currently and I'm working with another one right now to to switch over a few things um so it's 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 a whole interesting process and I've like never met I've had relationships with these people and I've literally like never even met them like we really like we only talk on the phone and it's back sample after sample after sample. So it's funny that, you know, you have a relationship with these people for this, for this long and you've never even like been in a room with them. One, one woman did come and visit. She, she lived not too far in the surrounding state and she came, came and drove down cause she was doing something else. And so she met me, but yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just with anything else. Like, how do you, how do you learn how to do anything else? I mean, it's baby steps and it's like slow and steady and it's making tons of mistakes, wasting tons of money. And it's like 20 steps forward, a hundred steps back, and then like 300 steps. And then, you know, it's just, it's how it works. I mean, I'm dealing with it with, with, with the new studio that I have going on right now. I mean, we literally every day, it's like, what else can go wrong? But you just, 
you're, you're committed to being an entrepreneur and like that it is who I am, you know, it's like, it's my passion. And so I've always been like that always. So, so you have this like idea of a product, right? So Mm -hmm. when you get it sent back from the labs, do you test it on yourself or like, how do you know what exactly, like, how do you come up with this idea and then you get it and you're like, yes, this is it. Um, that's a very good question. I really don't know that I have an answer to that. <laughs> it's like, you kind of just know, you know what I mean? I guess, again, I'm going to use it back as cook, like someone that cooks. Like I can't cook for the life of me. Like I just cannot, like I just not going to four crock pot things. And that's about it. Um, I'm not the cooker in the family. I will like, or, or, you know, do everything else, but I can't do that. Um, I guess it's like, how do you, like when you watch those baking shows with those kids, it's like, how in the hell do they know how to do this? You know what I mean? Like, and I guess it's just like, you have a knack for it. And like I said, like I taught myself. So it's like, it was something that was just like in me, I guess that I just know. And so, I mean, look, I've tried tons of products before. So like, I kind of have an idea of what I like and what I don't like going Mm -hmm. in. I guess that's, yeah, you just keep trying till, you know, you have to have an idea. You have to have an idea what you want before you can't just be like, Hey, I want a bronze or send me whatever you got. Just whip something up real quick. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want it a little shimmery. I don't, I want it this. I don't want it. You know, like you kept having, it took me two years to do the bronzer. It kept coming back and had tons of fallout. Y'all know, y'all know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fallout. But she kept saying it's cause it's hand pressed. It's not pressed in the machine. And like, I get so OCD that like, um, sometimes it will take me so long to do something. It's like, just come out with it. And you have to sometimes deal with it on the back end. And everyone loved it. And I wound up loving it. It's just like, when it's your own, you're like way more critical. If I was to like buy it off the shelf, I probably would like love it. I'm like, no, it's horrible. It's like the worst bronzer ever, but like, I'm obsessed with it now. It's all I use and everyone loves it. But, um, I don't, this is going to be pointless for me to say, cause I don't remember the quote, but like Mark Cuban, like on Shark Tank said something along the lines of like, perfection doesn't exist. So like as an entrepreneur, like you at some point have to say, this is, this is good enough, but not in a bad way. Not like you're trying to give like crappy product, but like at some point, because you can keep going forever. Like, I mean, when I'm decorating and I'm like, whatever, I can tweak something 5,000 times, move it this way, move it this way. And I am very like a perfectionist. And so like that can some, like, don't let your perfectionism get in the way of growing your business, you know, cause that's something that can hundred percent. I mean, I'm dealing with this right now. Like I made a very, very expensive mistake recently and I'm going to have to deal with it. And I literally dwell on it every day. Like, I'm like, I, I bought these boxes that I don't like anymore. And I want to literally throw 25,000 boxes away, but I'm going to make myself use them and deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. But like, you know, it's a, it's a mistake. I'll never make that mistake again. Yeah. So. I mean, it just, it happens, especially like, like you were saying, like as an entrepreneur, you've got to know, like you have to just make decisions. Like really, you just have to know that like at some point, like you got to make a decision, you got to believe in it and you got to go. Like you won't know what the other side would have been. So you can't sit there and dwell on it because it's just like with every decision, like you're like, okay, is it A or B? Well, I'm going to pick B. Well, you will never know what A would have been. Yeah. So might as well just commit and go for it. There's so many decisions and so many things that could go wrong. And I mean, with the pandemic, you know, and then the 5,000 hurricanes we've had in the last two years, it's like, you just have to deal with it. I mean, right now, like I have our two most popular tubes, like don't even have logos on them. And they come in a box because not the box I was talking about, but like another box, because 
we're having issues with like printing and like, I would have literally never let that fly, but I'm like, people are going to be way more mad at me for having this out of stock for two years. <laughs> They're like, we don't, we don't care if it comes in like a Ziploc bag at this point, like give me my foundation. <laughs> yeah, but you also have that written down on your website. You're like, don't worry. These two right. don't have a logo on it, but it comes right. to me still. So it's fine. Right. And I think people with the line, I'm sure you're probably going to ask something along the, along the lines of this, but I think that like, what's really important um, is that I never want to, I never want to be too big as a company that I am not having a personal relationship with all of my customers. Like every, I answer every email, every Instagram message, no one runs anything. I do all my marketing, all my Instagram, all my website myself. I do it all myself and it's, it's a lot, but like, and maybe a little too much, which I'm going to have to delegate a little bit more with, with Cassidy, like basically, um, runs all the orders. Like she packs everything, ships everything. I do everything else. And then, um, Angela helps me and then she'll be, you know, the manager, her and Cassidy be managers at the new studio again, went off on a tangent and I'm like, what in God's green earth am I talking about? Um, what, what, what did, what did you say? This is, this is like me in a nutshell. What were you just talking about? <laughs> now I'm like, I was listening to where you were going and I forgot where I we were. Know, I know. Oh, I know. Wait, I was, I, it was a question y'all didn't ask me. I was asked myself and answered it. Hold on. It was a good, oh, that's what I was going to say. Why, why I don't ever want to be too big. And it's important because people trust me. So like they'll freaking still buy a $48 foundation when no, where they don't know where the God's green earth came from. You know what I mean? With no logo on it because they, they trust me. They know it's me that wrote that on the, on the website, they know it's me that's answering all the Instagram messages, um, you know, all that. And so I love that. That is like so important to me. You're not talking to the CEO of Sephora when you send them a message, if you even right. get a response back. I mean, I know I don't have nearly as much as a following, but still like, that's so important to me. And I'm always been a people person and like just that relationship, you know? And like, so so going back to what Nicole, Nicole was saying, how I say that on the website, it's like people kind of know, know me at this point, you know, the, the brand's been out for, is, I never know if it's seven or eight, it might be eight. I think it's the brand has been out for eight. I've been doing this for 16, um, maybe even 17. Maybe I just made 17 in August. That is really important. Like just that connection to me and like that I can match people with a picture and, you know, if there's an issue, like please tell me I will, we, I do everything. And everyone says our customer service is top notch, you know, and that's important to me. Yeah. That's really awesome that, you know, you can still have that personal connection and it's, it's just, it shows that like, it's a tried and true brand. And once people like it and love it, like they are committed to you. And I think that's so important and really like cool that you've established that and you have that following that not many, or it takes brands so long to accomplish, but it's really cool that you have that like really trusted group of girls that like, always coming back and trust you which is cool yeah there, there, there's a there's a few that will be like I've tried I've left and I tried it all and I've come back I said you you leave all you want go ahead go go do what you need to do we'll see it we'll see you next sale you know <laughs> what do you think the biggest challenges you have like with the growing your business and everything I have so many ideas and I told my friend this today I told my friend this today um I have so many ideas and I could literally keep going till the day I die with like a restaurant and every other thing that I want to open but like 
I can't, you know what I mean? It takes so much out of me. And I'm reading this book right now. It's called In Over Your Head. And it's really interesting because it's like a Christian-based book. Um, I'm Christian. And so it's a Christian-based book. And, and, but it's about like how life just like passes, passes you by. And like how she was talking about how she like hurry up and eats her salad. And her salad was amazing, but she didn't even like savor it. You know what I mean? And it's how we just like go, 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 go. And I feel like, especially with social media and everything right now, it's like you're influenced to buy this and this and go on this vacation and this and this. And I was like that already without having to be influenced to do all this more creative stuff. And so I feel like the challenge is like me knowing when to stop because I could just keep going, going, going. And then I feel like I'm going to wake up and I'll be like, oh my God, like I have recently actually had a midlife crisis. Like I'm not joking. And so over the last, since the pandemic started and I've just like self realization and have changed so much and grown on so many different levels and like just finding that balance and like being genuinely happy but like enjoying every moment you know what I mean and I think that that's really the hardest thing is I mean yes I'm dealing with all kinds of challenges with growing the business I mean I'm working on a studio that I bought three years ago and it's taking three years and it's like 2,000 square feet it's not like some big old mansion or anything and it's like I'm such a perfectionist and I'm so detail oriented that that like my dad yesterday was like, when is this thing open? And I'm like, when it's perfect, you know? And like, that's just how, how I am. And so that's a challenge too. So I would really say just like not knowing when to just throw in the towel and be like, okay, well, this is good enough, you know? And I mean, it, I'm so black or white though, because like I'm the person that will literally be up at five o'clock in the morning and work and work on my phone until the sun goes down. Or I'll be like, I'm watching TV all day. I'm not answering my phone. I'm eating junk food, like getting Uber Eats McDonald's to my bed and like we'll light every candle and just like sit there and watch TV for nine hours and feel completely productive, like don't even care. So I am on one extreme to the next. So, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, don't know how to throw in the towel and be like, this is enough because I do rest and relax and travel and do all the fun stuff too. But yeah, I would say that's the hardest part is just wanting, keep, just keep going, you know, but when you, I mean, you have, you'll be 80 years old and you just kept growing, growing, growing. And it's like, at some point it's okay to just stop for a little while. And I mean, I did do that with the old studio. I mean, it, it did every few years, I would go a little bit more, go a little bit more. So I feel like we'll be at this stage for a while at least location wise and then I'll think of other products and all that so yeah I can see that because like one of the biggest things for me I guess was like stopping and taking it all in so like when I went to the Olympics this last time like my biggest thing for me because it was like my second Olympics like I had already like kind of gone through it that I was like I want to stop and like take it all in like I'm in this moment like I want to experience this like experience that not many people get to have Yep. So like that was like one of like my biggest things going into this last Olympics was take every moment and enjoy every moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like it just, like I was talking about the book, like she was even talking about, I just feel like we live our life getting from point A to point B. You just sometimes, and yes, we do go on vacations, but I mean, even like people in Europe, like they have like a year maternity leave and like three month vacations, you know, it's like the U S is just like, we're just like driven to like work, 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 you know? Yeah. So, you know, like you were saying, handling like the stress and everything, like what do you do to cope with maybe like the self-doubt or the stresses of owning your own business? Like how, I know you said like some days you're like, okay, I'm not doing anything, but like, are there other things that you do like 
that really help with you handling all the stress and like the self-doubt that you might have? So, um, the self-doubt you, there's really not, it's not an option to keep going. Like I said, when I had like a midlife crisis, like recently, I also like in the, so I, I wound up having COVID, um, my whole family had COVID like two weeks before the hurricane and it like messed with me like mentally too, which was like so crazy. And like, I had like a rock bottom moment with the studio, with everything. And I literally was like on the bathroom floor, like, and did not think I could like make it through the COVID thing didn't help either. Cause I mean, it was like, I got it. Then my husband got it. Then my son got it. Then the hurricane, whatever. And I like literally prayed to God to like, take it all away. I'm like, I'm like, May, I don't care if this, I don't care if the studio burns down, like take it away. And then the hurricane happened. I think I was the only person that benefited from the hurricane. Cause I was like, thank you, Jesus, for giving me two, like four weeks of rest. Like he literally took it all away. Literally. I mean, obviously not, but I'm saying like, I was the only person I benefited from, from that. And like, you, you, you have to recharge your batteries. Like I get like bad panic attacks and stuff and I get like blurred vision. And when I feel it coming, I have to go home and I know I have to rest because like you can just run those batteries, you know, dead. And then, and then your, your health and your mental health and it all just blows up in your face. And so I really think like listening to your body is something that's really important. And like when it's time to rest, freaking rest like take a time out, like take a day off. And like, that's something that we're really not taught to, to do and the whole mental health thing and all that, you know? And so that is something that's really important, important. And like me being organized, I could not do any of this without this. I am beyond over-organized, but being organized, not just like in my personal life, but like my home and all that, like that helps. Um, and so like, I'm a list maker. I don't use any apps or Google calendars or anything like that. But like in my notes section, I have like a to-do list. I even have goals, 10 year goals, all this stuff. And then I break it up Monday through Sunday, every single week. And I just make things a priority. And which is funny because that actually did cause me stress when I had my mental breakdown recently. And I literally deleted the whole thing. And that was so hard because I was like, make it go away. And so I deleted literally no upon notes because I was like if it's important and I need to do it I'll remember it you know and so like I was almost stressing myself out with all the um all the all the to-do lists and stuff but just keeping it simple like I read something like if you can just even do like three to five things on your to-do list like don't make it 10 because you know you're not going to finish the 10 like keep it small you know so I think lists and rest is what gets me through and God prayer and all that but yeah Cameron that sounds like kind of like what you do with your like your way of like living is that you have like lists and you like go down the line of everything I feel like that's very like a I mean because I'm not an entrepreneur but it sounds like a very like entrepreneur way of like thinking yeah yes. I mean like I literally every week I kind of compartmentalize everything I have to do under everything so like for the 3g podcast I like literally have a list of like and daily tasks. And then for like camp swim, what do I need to do for camp swim? And mm -hmm. then I also like work full-time, like as a marketing communication specialist, so, like what do I have to do for like my full-time job? You know? yeah. So like, yeah. I have to like make sure my lists are like super organized and detailed because if not, it just, it doesn't work. <laughs> no. And you know, and if, and if you need a day off, then nix the list and it can go into the next day, you know? And that's one thing I have like really gotten better at because I would put a deadline on it and I would freak out if I didn't do it by that date. But then I stopped and I went, 
so what if I do it tomorrow? Like, what did, what did I lose? You know, like, is there, a, is it a time sensitive thing where like, this can't be pushed back? Okay. Well then we can now, because I don't want to wear myself out, push it till tomorrow and get it done tomorrow. Like, you know, give yourself a day right. of like, it can happen. It's okay. So when I had like my like COVID mental breakdown episode, whatever you want to call it, um, a little bit of a rock bottom, scary moment, you know, just with like over overwhelmed with everything in life. Um, my friend was like, I had talked to a few friends and, and she, she has been through stuff like this before. And she's like, and my sister-in-law too, like her husband, and they helped me so much. And she's like, take it one minute at a time, one day at a time and one task at a time, do what you have to do today. Like when you are overwhelmed or you're like, feel like you're going to lose it. What has to be done today? If nothing has to be done today, call it a day. You know what I mean? And that, that's honestly what got me out of it was like, okay, what has to be done today? I would, cause what happens is I think so far into the future and this, 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 and like I said, I'm so detail oriented and perfectionist. It's like, even talking about it, I'm stressed out right now. I'm like, wait, I need to watch TV tonight. <laughs> I need to like calm down. But, um, it, it is, it's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So, you know, you were saying like, eventually you're going to want to like delegate some things, but like, is there anything with your journey of Ashley Seaver beauty that you want to change? Like looking back or you think like everything's good. And now you just know like what needs to pivot for future. Yeah. Things are not still like things happen every day. You know what I mean? Like, um, I got sued a few years. I'm sorry. I wouldn't call it sued. I got a cease and desist letter from a very popular makeup brand years ago. Um, that said I had the same logo. I didn't even, I heard about them. Um, I never have even seen their logo before. And we went to battle for that for like a year and a half. Even that I don't take it back because I'm someone though, that like never, like I was, I was like the good girl when I was little, you know what I mean? Like never got in trouble, never got punished. Like that's just who I was. I never try to ever do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Or like on purpose. And so again, I lost my train of thought. Um, so, so when things happen at the beginning of the business, even like up to like three years ago, I would like freak out, freak out. I remember talking to one of the ladies I dealt with at one of my labs and like, they were out of a mineral or something. Like it was going to be like months. And she was like, you are so calm. And I'm like, no, I don't take back any of the things that happened to me because like I can deal with them better now where I would like freak out full panic attack, like the tiniest little thing. Like, you know, people will say stuff or like you hear things or whatever. And like, I, that like would freak me out, you know, or something would go wrong. Like we had, we one time shipped for a wholesale, probably like a thousand, like, I mean, thousand bronzers. And I'd say a third of them had no bronzer in them. So we shipped out empty compacts to people. And like, I had to deal with that. The last sale we issued, yeah, we had an issue with, um, we had an issue with the, with the post office and me and Angela and Cassidy, Cassidy for two weeks were hand delivering packages, like using like Google maps, like hundreds of packages because they were getting lost in the mail. Like thing, we'll see, I, oh, my Instagram account got hacked and I had to pay $1,500 to get it back from some guy in Colombia. He like, might some, pay him? No, no, no. He, 
I know this is an interesting story. Um, <laughs> I got all these threads. My Instagram was gone. My Ashley Seaver Beauty one, gone. I woke up one day. Then all these bloggers, I looked and uh, said something, all these bloggers saying there's this guy named Jose in Colombia who like, you saw her Facebook, he like, get your Instagram back. So like, I'm freaking out. What happened to him? Jose, I'm gonna have to like send, uh, then he, I don't know. He could be a hacker for all we know, but like he must have to say, But it doesn't I thought- matter. I don't care. I got it back. And like me and him are best friends, like not best friends, but like I sent him like three other girls that got their Instagram. And I'm like, he's like, it'll be $1,500. And it was like, literally what you see with like these like, like these shows where like he was like texting me and he's like what's your what's your email password and we have to be fast and what's this and Facebook and I'm like I don't even go on Facebook anymore and he's like sending me all these codes and stuff and it was like it was intense and I was like he's like oh the the hackers are from Russia and I'm like what like what kind of like freaking nightmare am I living in and he's like it's gonna be $1,500 he asked how many followers you have so I'm like what I think he like changes the price based on that whatever I don't care I keep I could have chopped my left arm off. I just needed it back. It's like right before sale or after sale. And so he's like, it's $1,500. I was like, whatever. I don't care. I'm like, where did he's like, can you PayPal my mom? Like he goes, can you PayPal my mom? My um, account is like, it's a max. And I'm like, I'm sure it is freaking money bags. Like you, God knows how much you charge on these people. But he's supposedly like the guy to go. And like I said, he could be in cahoots with the hackers, whatever. But yeah, it was horrible. Then right before that, they started a while I had a um I do all these giveaways during the sale someone had done a fake giveaway with picture and freaking got like two hundred dollars from one of my clients and I'm like why did why did you give him that <laughs> I don't know she thought it was again they trust me they're like if you want two hundred dollars here's two hundred dollars <laughs> so anyway it's look challenges okay challenges but wait all- literally I thought you when you said you had to pay fifteen hundred dollars I thought someone was like holding your Instagram account like with ransom like <laughs> no, they were. The, other, the people that did it were they were they said if you want it and then it was like this woman would email me and then they're like we see you see we see that you're seeing our emails your your instagram's gonna be gone tomorrow like no what? pictures nothing it was gone no are you ready you know how they got me this is actually very important information to put on here so don't ever so click on the email when you get an email from Instagram, okay? Because it what, what happened is I got an email from Instagram because I applied for the blue badge thing after that um, giveaway thing happened. And it's it looked like Instagram. It had an Instagram. Um, it said Instagram on the front. But when you click on it, it was like john126 at mm-hmm. gmail.com. And, but it had the Instagram thing. And when I clicked on the verification of the blue badge, they got it immediately changed mm-hmm. Ashley Seaver Beauty to Ashley Seaver some beauty with a C. And my they had they had it then. So you have to be so careful with that. And you can go on Instagram and it'll be like emails from us and it will show you what emails they have mm-hmm. sent you. But yeah, that's how they got me. You know, that's actually a funny story. Like it's not funny, but <laughs> I did the exact, almost the exact same thing where Instagram sent me something and I clicked on like one of the links or whatever, but it wasn't like, it was a, an an email that was like, your account has been hacked. Put these four numbers into your account because it signed me out and I had to sign back in. And I put like the, like, it was like the verification code or something. Yeah. And when I did that, it ended up like transferring it to the hacker or something. I don't know. And so I had a call, like I called Instagram and I like, and I have like the 
like I have the blue check thing. So yes. I like, I like sent Instagram. I was like, this is my verified account. And like, I'm out. Like they, they took everything. And I had to send like a picture of like my ID yes. and with like, the, with the, um, with, with your name on the paper, like you're yes. like in jail. Yes. Like this is, yes. Your, yes. Yeah, I had to do that. I think I posted it because it was hysterical. Like it, I was it like, I was, like, I was freaking out. Yeah, yes. I was freaking out. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I really yes. have to put my face mm-hmm. with my name and everything yep. just to prove that this is my yep. account. And then, yep. you know what? It ended up working out and I got everything back. I didn't have to pay $1,500. <laughs> well, you had the blue check. So that might have helped you have some like little special, you know, magic because they freaking still have not responded to me and it's been like eight months. So I had to deal with it myself, but I'm used to that. So it's fine. Yeah, it to be some kind of chat or something you can do because they don't respond to, I mean, that's good that you got it, got it back that way, but like. Yeah, I didn't I, have to contact Jose from Columbia. Columbia. I don't know if it was Columbia or Cambodia. I think it was Columbia. Yeah, whatever. But um, he called me, at, he called me Ash. I was like, oh, we now, yeah, I would. I'm sure you're gonna call me nicknames if I give you fifteen. You can call him Joe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. So future thinking, you know, we've talked about all of like how this started, where you've been, where you're going. What what are your like future plans? Can you let us know any of your like yes. upcoming things? So um, obviously the studio. So the studio is going to be on North Causeway, and it is. I always like envisioned this. Like I wanted a house, I wanted a house. I wanted it to be like, not a re- like not your typical retail experience. And so that's what it's going to be. You probably will walk in and not even know that like you're supposed to be purchasing anything because I don't even want products. <laughs> but like, it's going to be a one-on-one. It's like a fireplace and be a beautiful backyard. And we have, we're going to have like a mini boutique spa with two, two esthetician rooms for skin services. And so we're going to be offering like paired mocktails and like these amazing robes that I, um, that I designed with like feathers on them. And it's like a full on like- Experience. Experience, yes. This is not, this is an experience. And so that's something I'm working, this, the roads will be available for sale. And um, so I'm kind of like going a little bit into like fashion was always like probably my number one passion before even makeup. So I'm dipping into that a little bit. I mean, we'll see where it goes. I'm again, trying to take my own advice of what I said, not to go too overboard, but we're starting with the robes for the studio and stuff and, and able to sell that. But that's something, skincare line is something I've also been been playing with. Um, but that's going to be a while. And then I have a few other, um, a few other little surprise things that people will not be expecting. So that won't be for a while, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, the makeup line, just, we are changing over some of the coloring of the makeup line. Um, we going to try to offer more shades. We've been working on more shades. We used to have deeper shades and then we had an issue with the lab. They discontinued some pigments. And so we've been working on getting those back. So that, that's going to be something. Um, we're introducing a new powder, a second powder soon, which is like a blurring um, soft focus powder. It's like it's like what you would think of in a loose, but it's in a compact. So we're changing that over. So that will be exciting for the sale. The sale is November 3rd to 8th. So we have two, two big sales a year, 25 to 50% off. Yeah. And so, um, so we'll be introducing the the two powders with new compacts then. So that will be exciting. So um, yeah, I mean, really the studio is probably the biggest thing. I mean, people have been waiting for this. I've 
you know, it's, we haven't had a studio for two years and I bought it three years ago. So we've been doing renovations, but once everyone sees it, I mean, it, the house was like, oh, like, like a woman lived there. Like, I think she was a witch with like cats and it smelled like <laughs> illegal substances, <laughs> illegal substances. And like, it was very scary, very scary situation when I brought my husband and I said, this is it. He looked at me, he got back in the car. He goes, he goes, there is no way you want to purchase this building. I said, I do, I do. And so, but I mean, it literally looks incredible. We basically gutted the whole thing and started from scratch. So I'm excited for everyone to see it. I'm hoping January, but who knows? I'm not even saying dates anymore because it was supposed to be literally a year and a half ago. So whenever it happens, it happens. That's the way, right. It will happen. Now when, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So God's timing, right? Exactly. (laughs) Taking it day by day, just like I said. Okay, this is kind of off track a little bit, Go ahead. but have you ever thought about doing like videos on like how to do makeup? Because like you just seem like like so like you you did vid or like you looked up stuff to figure out like what works best and how to do eyeshadow and stuff. Like, have you ever thought about like putting a video on like how to use like each? So we kind of have that. Um, it is, again, as like professional and like picture perfect as the shoots and all, like I can be, I mean, like look at me right now, you know, like hot mess. So that is kind of what the videos are. Like I had done like one or two. So they're on YouTube. I'm not a big YouTuber. This is mm-hmm. something that I can't add to my plate. So I, I do have a few where someone can watch how to do it. Um, but it's kind of like an interesting thing. Cause like people would be like, when are you going to pu- upload a new video? And I'm like, it's the same. I'm not doing anything different. We don't have any, new- when I have a new product, I'll maybe do a fresh one, you know, but like, mm-hmm. if we're not having anything new, it's kind of like something where it's like, it's pointless. Yeah. Like for yeah. me, like we haven't changed anything. It's still, you put the foundation on this way, the concealer. And so yes, I do have like one or two little tutorials um, over the years on YouTube where if someone needs a reference and I try to like update it when we come out with a new product, but kind of like the whole brand is kind of like, keep it like simple. Like when I do ever come out with shadow or blush, like it's probably going to be like one or two, like we have one bronzer, one concealer, you know, like it's like, it's not where most of these makeup artists have like a whole range of stuff. They're like, we're going to play with this today. So it's like, it would be kind of boring, honestly. Um, so it's kind of really just more of like, this is the technique, this is the application, this is how you do it. I'll let you know if it changes, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense, you know? Yeah. And I think that also, it's cool because I think that fits with like your, the whole simplicity of your brand, you know, it's yeah. like very straightforward. There's not so many moving parts where it overwhelms yeah. anybody. It's like, this is how it is. And it's really cool. Yes. Well, and no one wants to go to a website where like the more options you have, the more you're confused what to buy, where you might just exit out and not buy anything. So, I mean, that's how I get sometimes. I saw, me and my friend were talking the other day. Have you ever seen like where it's like, um, and I don't really know what this has to do with it, but it just reminded me of, of shopping online where it's like cart $500, shipping $15 and you exit out because you're not going to pay for the shipping. Have you ever seen that meme before? It was like, you have all this money, all this like $500 worth of stuff. And then you're like ready to check out and then they charge, charge you $10 for shipping. And you're like, Oh, never mind. Like as if the $10 compared to the 500. So we do have free shipping. So that, that is good. I, I give, I give everyone that. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but on, okay. So like on your website, you have like at the bottom of like 
some products I saw that like it said like go in like a t-shape or something like you kind of describe on like what yes which I really like a v-shape um which is so funny because for like maybe six years I called it an upside down triangle and one day I was like it's a v it's a v I literally said upside down triangle for years and no one corrected me and I'm like that is bizarre. Like it's literally a V. And so I'm like, it's a V like not an upside triangle. Like, Oh, I have no idea where I got that from, (laughs) but whatever just goes with, with, with who I am. But, um, yeah. So I try to explain and like really the only time I ever post right now, cause I can't really, it's a lot to run both Instagrams. I don't even, I've been kind of taking, taking a step back on my personal one, even because I post probably on that one more, but it's just, I used to do all these crazy photo shoots and stuff. It's just too much right now. But anyway, um, so on my business one, I don't post that often. I really only post when we have a sale or something that they need to know. And then I will kind of like, you know, go over a few things. Like if that's when people are mainly a lot of times shopping the most, they usually wait for the sale. So I'll go over a few things like that and answer questions. That's when I'm like really on social media for like two weeks every day. And then I'm like, it's like, you know, crickets for till the next sale. So what would you say is like, how do you define success for you and your business? So I think balance and like truly, I feel like the American dream is like not feeling like you ever work. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you're going to have bad days and good days, but I really do feel like success to me is just like, I don't feel, I feel like I have a full-time job, but I don't work. Like I don't, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I work. It's something that I enjoy. It's something that's not easy, but I just keep going. And, um, you know, like slow and steady, like slow and steady and balance and, um, just really enjoying your life and having your career be part of that joy as well, you know, and being able to take the time off and all that kind of thing. Um, so so that's success to me when I can work when I need to and be able to rest when I also want, to, which is balance to me. And basically you just do what you love and the money makes itself, you know, it kind of just like happens, especially when you're good at something. So is there anyone you look up to for like inspiration or is it like you're like, you're, you're self-inspired? <laughs> yeah, I'm self-taught and self-inspired and I am not humble at all. No, I'm <laughs> Um, there are, it's probably not necessarily like anyone in the beauty industry or anything like that. Um, I really like someone that I like really think is just super cool and kind of just like knows what he's talking about is Simon Sinek. He's like a motivational speaker Mm -hmm. or something like that. I really love him. Um, and like Gary V, like I enjoy, like, I love Gary V. Yeah. I just enjoy, like, he's also like a, who cares about college type of guy too, which is so interesting. I just, you know, my dad is someone that I have looked up to because like he started his own business out of our garage with his first, or his first employee sleeping on an air mattress. Like literally I had to like knock on the door to make sure like Kevin wasn't in there before I brushed my teeth for kindergarten. Like it was like a weird situation, but like, but like, so my dad like started a business from nothing and like worked in. So I really do look up to him with, with that, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm sure I have like amazing answers for this that I'm going to think of later, but, um, always, always. I guess besides my dad, like, again, I guess it's hard to answer that question because I wasn't, and again, besides my dad, my dad is the answer. Like I wasn't the generation that started like 
that started a business with influence. There was no one, you know what I mean? I kind of like created it myself. I created my own, my own avenue and my own, you know, um, path. Like there really wasn't one. Like I didn't know anyone that was, I knew people that owned restaurants or something like that back then, but like no one like owned a product or, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I mean, yes, obviously. I don't, I don't know who inspired me to do that, to be completely honest. I have no idea where in the world that came. I think my acne inspired me is what, is what inspired me is my bad skin. And I, that's, that's what inspired me to start this. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting question because I really, I really don't know. I feel like if you ask that now with younger girls, like there's a million people on social media that they look up to, you know, I loved Rachel Zoe. Like that was someone a little, little later, but I always thought she was so cool um, and had her own business and fashion line and all that. But yeah, I'd say my dad is really like business where I get the entrepreneurship from is from him. That's really cool. So Ashley, this has been so much fun. I don't know about y'all. This has been like so exciting and like interesting to listen to. And we always say we want to end the podcast with our mantras. And um, as y'all know, mine is have courage and be kind. Yeah. And mine's uh, she believed she could, so she did. So do you have a mantra that you hold on to for, you know, your life? Um... There's a few, but this one is as simple as it gets. And I feel like with business, this is how I did it. And I really do feel like this is, this is the way to go with any, anything is slow and steady wins the race, you know, yeah, I love that. Like, it's just slow and steady, you know, I feel like things need to, you know, everyone wants to just happen immediately. You know, it's just like, be patient, focus on you and your goal and, let it all fall into place and just keep working hard. That one is um, very like heartwarming. <laughs> no, very simple. Very simple. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're and we really enjoyed um, having you on the thank 3G you. podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was amazing to meet both of y'all. And y'all are so inspiring as well. Oh, well, thank oh, you. <laughs> and that's a wrap for this week's episode of the 3G podcast.